If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. He's on the phone with an imaginary fan. He's hyping a show this Saturday. In the video... Um, so wait, there's nobody on the phone on the other side? Nobody on the phone. No, no, no one. It's a uh, made-up thing. In the video, Bill sits in a chair. He's wearing pajamas. Little on the nose, because keep in mind, many of his alleged victims say they woke up to find him in a bathrobe. Not exactly the same thing, but similarly creepy vibe. I was like, really? Pajamas? Okay. And, um, well, this is it. Have a listen. Yes, I'm going to be in Wheeling, West Virginia, Capitol Music Hall. Eight o'clock show. That's right. And you know I'll be hilarious. Can't wait. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. He also released a statement saying, quote, Dear fans, I hope you enjoy my wonderful video message that's filled with laughter. Hey, 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 I'm far from finished. The uh, video first aired on Good Morning America on Monday. Yeah. (laughs) What do you make of this? Let's just listen again. Let's see if we can pick up on any kind of subtext. Yes, I'm going to be in Wheeling, West Virginia, Capitol Music Hall. Eight o'clock show, that's right. And you know I'll be hilarious. Can't wait. Do you think there's any chance whatsoever, do you think that there's any chance whatsoever that he's innocent? Bear in mind, bear in mind, Bill Cosby, yay, statute of limitations is what I bet he thinks every single night. Bill Cosby still has not been charged with a crime, has not been charged with a crime. Do you think there's any possibility whatsoever that he's innocent? And this is all just trumped up. Because I realized the other day, I was like, you know, I assume Bill Cosby's guilty. Don't know of what, but of something where there's that much smoke, there's got to be at least a little bit of fire. But all the smoke and not one single charge of a crime. Now, I'm not a legal expert. I know that part of the reason why he hasn't uh, been charged with a crime is there's a certain statute of limitations, which means if you didn't come forward in the 80s, it's too late to do that now. So essentially, he's been convicted of being guilty without any trial whatsoever. Shot down in flames in the court of public opinion. And like I said, I think he's guilty of something. Of something. I just don't think it's possible, like I said, to have that much smoke without there being at least some fire somewhere. But it did make me realize, it did make me recognize that at no stage in the game has Bill Cosby been charged with a crime. And... On the one hand, I say, who cares? He's a creepy old dude that drugged women and raped them. On the other hand, the way he's going down in flames without having the opportunity to defend himself in a court of law, 
possibly one of the least American things I can think of happening in a long time. That said, he totally did it. Somebody could press a different button so I don't hear myself echoing in my ears. Don't know what to do about that. Oh, look, just like that, as if by magic. Not a problem anymore. It's a Tuesday, and we look forward to Tuesdays around here. Why? Because Tuesdays are the day where Concept 714 comes in and shadows Funkhauser. How's it going, Concept 714? It's amazing. I am ecstatic. Are we learning things? We are learning so many things. Hmm. Good. Glad to hear it. Um, <laughs> and on a day when uh, Concept 714 comes in, by the way, Concept 714, in case you did not know, joins me and super producer to the stars, Barry Funkhauser, quite by, happen- uh, by an interesting set of happenstances. Yes, multiple happenstances. I-, I discovered Concept 714's incredible podcast, Wake the Flock Up. On uh, uh, on Twitter, I think uh, the rapper Wax tweeted out an interview he did with Concept. I was like, "Wow, this guy's good. We should get him on the show and talk about stuff." And it turns out Concept Seven One Four, in addition to being a uh, podcaster, was interested in seeing how the legitimate radio world worked. Worked, and when I say legitimate, I mean uh, it's kind of like a politician saying legitimate rape. <laughs> it's not that, anyways. Um, <clears throat> So here he is, in addition to being a podcaster extraordinaire, shadowing Funkhauser and learning things left, right, and center. Uh, which one of you guys is going to read the news when we come back? I think, uh, I think uh, Funk can do it tonight. What I... No, I want you to do it. All right, I'll do that too. Okay, good. We look forward to that. Thank you for hanging out. Means it's not how you use it. You gave it a shot. You tried your best. Your best just sucked without enough. So hang it up. Just give it up. It's time somebody lets you know that you will never be good enough. You will never be one of us. You- iHeartRadio shines the spotlight on the Rolling Stones. The Rolling Stones formed in London in 1962. The first lineup consisted of Brian Jones on guitar and harmonica, Ian Stewart on piano, Mick Jagger on lead vocals and harmonica, Keith Richards on guitar and backing vocals, Bill Wyman on bass, and Charlie Watts on drums. Jones founded and led the band, 
but Jagger and Richards assumed leadership after becoming the primary songwriters. Jones' increasing physical and mental troubles forced his departure from the band two weeks prior to his drowning death in 1969. Since Wyman retired in 1993, the full band members have been Jagger, Richards, Watts, and guitarist Ronnie Wood, who joined in 1975, replacing Mick Taylor. Keep listening to iHeartRadio for more Rolling Stones and all your favorite artists. iHeartRadio goes one-on-one with Bob Seger to discuss the importance of keeping true to your own vision. If everybody does everything in a totally commercial fashion, music never gets any better. It's just everybody copying everybody else. And you have to fight for the your own uniqueness. You have to fight for your own vision and stick to it when the powers that be are making money because they're commercializing you. They're telling you, you know, but if you put another chorus at the end or whatever, you know, and, and it doesn't fit the structure of the song, but if you keep hammering that chorus and make your verse shorter, you know, it, it, and they don't know what they're talking about. You know, it's your vision, and you have to have the strength to stick with that. Keep listening to iHeartRadio for more Bob Seger and all your favorites. So today in the show, today in the show, we take a moment to politically correctly uh, <laughs> recognize vampires. Yeah, apparently we have to now. By the way, how, how are we sounding today, Funkhauser? How's like uh, I'm confident one oh, of the. Oh, you sound uh, like a million bucks now. Oh, really? Earlier okay, on, you're on. Okay. It sounds like you're on the planet Mars, or I maybe. I took care of it. Oh. I took care of it. Uh, that's Thank you. Happen. Thank you. Concept seven one four. We've learned today that since we recognize Caitlyn Jenner as a woman, which I'm cool with that. That's uh, you know, like, look, it's not that much of a leap to do that in this day and age. But we now have to identify Rachel Dolezal as black. Have, have you heard the uh, the latest in, in terms of her bat-ass craziness? And I think it is craziness, which is why I'm reserving really sort of unleashing the fury on the ridiculousness of the situation. That Rachel Dolezal woman who was born to two white people uh, that was head of the Spokane, Washington NAACP. It turns out she was posing as a black person. A lot of fake tanner and a lot of perming. Um, yeah, she maintains that she's black. She says she's not Afri- African-American, but she identifies as black. And people are going with that. Mm, yeah, that one, less on board with. But now, apparently, we have to uh, get this. We have to recognize people who identify as vampires. Yep. This is according to university researchers. We have to identify people as vampires. Most vampires, they use the word without any sense of uh, <laughs> any sense of irony whatsoever. Most vampires, they say, believe they were born that way. They don't choose this. So it's now very important that we, in a politically correct fashion, uh, identify vampires 
properly and use the right vernacular so we don't offend said vampires. No, no, it's true. It's a thing. It's happening. And we'll get to it in just a little bit. Right now, though, let's take a look at the events of today in our segment, My Witness News in no way, shape, or form fair. Certainly not. Balance Concept 714 sitting in for Barry Funkhauser, learning stuff as he shadows the great super producer to the stars, is uh, reading the news today. How you feeling? You ready to go? I am excited. Let's do this. All right, then. What's the AD on the radio news time? Oh, oh yeah. What, where are we at? Uh, Nine seventeen. That's uh, forty some or the odd uh, top of the hour. I don't, I'm terrible at math. You can't put me on the spot like that. Let me get my calculator. I'll let you know. But you were the one who like insisted that we do. I, I remember when you came in here yeah. after uh, we invited you here, and you were like, "You know what my problem is with your show?" We're like, "Hi, it's nice to meet you too." Uh, you were like, "You don't do enough old timey radio stuff." Yeah, I love and it. since then. Since then, we've made an attempt to appease the radio god that is Concept 714 to be more old-timey with the AD on the radio news time. Time three ways. Time and temp. So, okay. Um, time and temp, it's muggy. Uh, and okay, it's 9, it is, 18 yeah, right. in the morning. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> okay. It, it's what, AD on the radio news time. AD, check this out. Ashley Madison. No, no, no. A, a, no, no, no. no AD what? on the radio news time, oh. 918. Yeah. You, oh, you want me to parrot that? AD on yes. the radio news time, 918. See, now now you're there learning you some stuff about radio. <laughs> I like it. Uh, yeah, Ashley uh, Madison on. hackers obtained the personal information of 37 million married people looking to cheat. Yeah. Uh, in other words, 37 million husbands. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think a lot of Americans initially were confused because they thought Ashley Madison make those cream-filled zinger snacks. That's what I don't know. I don't know about you, but... Yeah. If I was uh, if I was married, I would be safe because my go to cheating website, philandering farmers only. <laughs> what, what's the uh, what's this? What's the uh, what's the one for nautical guys? Seacaptaindate.com or something no, like that. They don't. Yeah, have no, that. it's oh, they've got they've got dating websites for Christians, dating websites for uh, sea captains, dating websites for farmers. The farming thing is true. Like there is a there is a farming there's a dating website for farmers. I think what's very, very interesting about the Ashley Madison hack, though, is the number of .gov email addresses that have been registered to it, meaning government employees are using their government emails to uh, to create Ashley Madison profiles so they can cheat on their significant others. Yeah, that, That's supposed to be the real smoking gun in this situation. Besides, like, the personal damage that they're going to... There's going to be a lot of kids with two Christmases this year if, uh, if this all gets out. And, and that aside, I think the real interesting thing about the Ashley Madison hackers and what they've revealed is the number of .gov email addresses that have been used to register to uh, get a little stinky pinky. Go on. I, you know what, but you know, I'm kind of with this though a little bit because they're not like, mm-hmm. give us a million dollars. No, they're like, hey, we're just gonna do it. Like it's not like a, it's like a Robin Hood type thing. You know what I mean? I'm kind of, I'm kind of with it. Well, I think what were the demands? They said either you shut the website yeah, down. That's what they want. Or that, that was we demand. go public. Yeah, yeah shut that it was down. Their demand. So they kind of have like the the moral ground on this one. Right. Yeah. They do. Uh, you're right. They are sort of like a moral Robin Hood in, in this particular situation. A black are, uh, South Carolina cop was photographed helping a white supremacist during a KKK rally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How about that? Mm-hmm. Speaking of being the bigger man and taking the moral high ground, there's an amazing picture. A black South Carolina cop photographed helping a white supremacist during a KKK, a KKK rally. Stuff like this sort of like restores my faith in humanity. Yeah. Then... Uh, Someone with the last name Kardashian or Jenner posts another selfie and it's gone again. But for a moment, I actually liked being part of the human race. Go on. 
President Obama is on The Daily Show with Jon Stewart tonight. Yeah, Obama's like hardcore going after the show business thing. Like, I think he just wants to be... I think he wants to be John Stewart. I think he's probably mad that John Stewart retired as early as he did. He's like, oh, that stupid Trevor Noah guy got in under the radar. No one's ever heard of him. I, Obama, could have been the host of The Daily Show mm. after he was gone if he just waited until I fin- finished my term. I think President Obama, you know, is he is so checked out of his presidency in terms of giving an F. Like, he used to be all diplomatic, and he's he's all like, now he's just sort of like, sit the hell down, shut the hell up, I'm the president, I'm talking, be quiet. And he's funny, and he's clever, and, you know, his presidency aside, I think he has a glorious show business career waiting for him when he's done with it, and I think that's what he's interested in. I think he's uh, over the whole being a POTUS thing. I mean, he was on Mark Marin. Mark Marin's podcast that he does from his garage. President Obama was on that, and he's on The Daily Show with Jon Stewart tonight. It's the last time a telegenic lightweight whose rhetoric does nothing for America will sit down <clears throat> with Jon Stewart. Go on. 97% of Apple Watch owners say they're happy with their purchase. They like it. Mm, yeah. Uh, they're going to be sure to tell you all about it, <laughs> whether you want them to or not. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, we reached out to a couple of Apple Watch owners for comment, and uh, their comment was screaming, Check me out! I've got a computer on my wrist! Holy crap, I am awesome! It's kind of like the CrossFit being a vegan thing. A lot of people don't realize that um, it's totally possible to enjoy all, literally all of the health benefits of working out and eating healthy without documenting all of it on Facebook. It's true. Mm-hmm. Strange but true. You can actually get healthy without telling your friends about it at every possible opportunity. Go on. Ex-prisoner of war Jessica Lynch told reporters that she still suffers from post-traumatic stress disorder. To which Donald Trump replied, what a loser. (laughs) Uh. Yeah, it's unbelievable what he said. I mean, uh, uh, Trump, it's one of the, I mean, he's a guy who hasn't been told to shut up and sit down for like 40 years. dude. So at this point, there's just no turning back. Well, I mean, even when people do tell him to sit down and shut up, he like... His greatest strength is his greatest weakness. His greatest strength is that he unerringly believes every word that comes out of his mouth is absolute gold and that the entire world should hang on every single word. And like Donald Trump has made some very cogent, valid points in terms of taking a swing at his presidency. Now, here's the thing. It's wrapped up in just it's. It's offensive wrapped an idiot when he speaks like I honestly think he has some form of Tourette's when he does this stuff and when he's called on it he doubles down on the whole thing like John McCain look his current politics aside no matter what you think of him as a politician John McCain is a guy who on his 23rd bombing mission in Vietnam was shot down he almost drowned when he landed in a river he was fished out of the river by Vietnamese who crushed his shoulder and then bayoneted him. He was put in a prisoner of war camp and he was actually offered early release because of his father's elevated military status. What did he do when he was offered that? He was like, no, not unless everyone gets out. I'm not taking special treatment. So because of that, he endured five years as a prisoner of war to the Vietnamese during Vietnam, during which time he was beaten, tortured, all the above. To this day, he still can't raise his arms above his head because of injuries he suffered at the hands of the people that were torturing him when he was a prisoner of war, something that he volunteered to be so that he would remain on equal footing with his fellow soldier. 
If I'm going, everyone's going, or I'm not going at all. And Trump, who was, uh, oh, <laughs> Trump, who was uh, sitting at home, not being in the Vietnam War at the time because he allegedly had bone spurs in his feet, has the unmitigated nerve to be like, yeah, he's not a war hero because he was captured. It, it, I always thought that, you know, when someone was a prisoner of war, that was sort of like, ooh, well, you know, we recognize all veterans, but someone that actually was a prisoner of war, yeah, we, we oh, yeah, whole, whole, yeah, we are not worthy. What can we do for you, sir? But to Donald Trump, someone that was a prisoner of war, eh. And the thing is, he doesn't believe that. He's just going after John McCain. Like, Donald Trump has legitimately done a lot for veterans. But he has this he has this inability to walk back on anything he said. He could have been like, you know what? Eh, you know, I was going after John McCain just because I was going after John McCain. We're in a political dogfight. This is what you do. Maybe I spoke a little quickly. That would be all he would have to do to draw attention away from that. And draw attention toward, hey, look, clearly I respect veterans. Look at everything that I've done for veterans. And the list of things that Trump has done for veterans is long. It's extensive. But he just refuses to back down from the idiot brain things that come out of his mouth. And that's his greatest strength and his greatest weakness. But right now, that greatest strength being his greatest weakness is what is making the American political process the laughingstock of the entire world. Go on. Well, uh, Rachel Dolisel still claims that she's black. Yeah. Is that how we pronounce your name? Dolizel? 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 I don't know. I think, Dole, I think, I think it's Dolizel, but I'm not sure. I've always wondered when let I read me, her let name. Let me ask you something real quick, AD. Real, real fast. Yes. Mm. Uh, yes. Wh where does it end? Like you're saying, oh, now you're saying, oh, I, I affiliate with being a vampire, so now you got to treat me this way, right? Can I go, hey, I affiliate with uh, being married to... Um, Oh, Jessica Romaine Stamos or something, right? Like, oh, man, I believed it. I, that's what I live. Uh, go look at my house. There's pictures of me with her. And then, like, how does it end? I mean, that's a comical end to it, but I'm just saying there has to be a point where we go. Well, first, I think it's interesting that your mind went directly to Rebecca Romaine Stamos. And look, <laughs> if she's being politically correct um, yes. and you identify as her yes. husband, mm -hmm. I think it is her politically correct duty to go with it. So I'd uh, run that one up the flagpole and see what happens. <laughs> I'm, there has to be a line drawn, AD. You can't just be like, I affiliate with being this and being that, and then physically, or even like down to a chemical, you're not that. But just because mm. you really like that, you get to be that? We have to well, you, recognize you as that? It's so funny because I think in the past, people identified with something. Oh, yeah, you know what? As a uh, white kid growing up in a privileged suburban upper middle class background i identified with the soulful allure of the wu-tang clan i identified with it yeah. i uh, felt what they were saying it spoke to me i didn't identify as the wu-tang clan i didn't think it was like oh yeah I i'm the uh, i'm the extra member that they don't talk about <laughs> you know yeah you were the fifth member of the beatles yeah exactly yeah. clarence hey john Let's Don't. kick Clarence out of the band and steal all those great songs. Anybody know Saturday Night Live sketch with Eddie Murphy? Clarence, the fifth Beatle? Anyways, uh, yeah. No, no Rachel Dolezal yeah. still claims that she's black. Mm -hmm. And uh, in other delusional person news, Donald Trump still claims that he's going to be president. Go on. <laughs> I identify I, as president. Hey, go with it. There you go. A 94-year-old Tennessee woman crossed an item off her bucket list by placing an ad on TV that read, Love One Another. Mm. like that. And now she hopes to cross off the next item on her bucket list. Welcoming the sweet, sweet release of death. 94 years old. I don't know. It's kind of cool. If you're 94 years old and still sort of like working on the bucket list, you might want to <laughs> hurry it up a little bit. Yeah. But that's kind of cool. You know, you wonder. I, I don't know. 
it's funny. I look at 50-year-old men now, and when I was sort of like 20, I couldn't picture. When I was 20, I couldn't picture being 25. You know, it's just like a crazy idea. That's so far off into the future, and clearly life will be over by the time you're 25. And as you move along, you see that there's guys in their 50s actually like really doing stuff, living life. I think 50s are pretty cool. In theory, that's when uh, your kids become slightly less of a hassle and you can get on with, you know, uh, all the conquering of the world that you're interested in doing. But life continues. Life goes on. As long as your mind doesn't turn to oatmeal, even at age 94, you can be achieving goals and crossing them off some sort of list. Probably a bucket list at that age. USA Headline News. I'm Kelly Sloan. John Kasich is running for president. Kasich is the 16th Republican to join the field. His announcement comes two weeks before Fox reveals which 10 Republicans make the cut for the first debate in Cleveland. It'll be limited to the top 10 candidates in national polls. Right now, Kasich isn't in that group, but he could get enough of a bump from today's announcement to squeeze into the field. That was AP correspondent Jerry Bodlander. Amid concerns about Iran, veterans care, and the shooting rampage in Tennessee, President Obama is addressing a veterans convention today in Pittsburgh. In his speech to the Veterans of Foreign Wars National Convention, Obama is expected to make the case that he's working to make things better for the nation's military families. And then later today, Obama will travel to New York to appear on one of Jon Stewart's final shows. This is USA Headline News. This report brought to you by Wells Fargo. In July, participants of all ages and abilities gathered in Park City at the National Ability Center in Utah for the No Barriers Summit, a four-day annual event. Scientists, inventors, academics, practitioners, and end-users from around the globe came together to witness the latest innovations in adaptive technology and challenge the conception of what is possible. The 2015 No Barriers Summit also celebrated the 25th anniversary of the Americans with Disabilities Act. Kathy Martinez, People with Disabilities Segment Manager, Wells Fargo and Company. The 25th anniversary of the ADA is an important civil rights milestone for our team members, customers, and suppliers with disabilities and their family and friends. The No Barrier Summit is really the perfect place to commemorate the ADA's achievements, as well as to look forward to what we can accomplish in the future. The summit events included an array of clinics and interactive exhibits designed to encourage participants of all abilities to discover their potential. For more information, visit NoBarriersUSA.com. It's trending. Check baseball games of note. The Angels swept the doubleheader from the Red Sox. They won the first game 11-1, took the second game 7-3, and Albert Pujols had a big doubleheader. He had a total of three home runs, giving him 400, made that 549 in his career, and he passed Mike Schmidt for 15th on the all-time list. The Angels, meanwhile, swept a four-game series from Boston. Battle of two of the best teams in the league. The Pirates knocked off the Royals in Kansas City 10-7. It was the Braves over the Dodgers 7-5. Nationals knocked off the Mets 7-2, and the Padres won their fifth in a row, beating the Giants. 4-2 in golf. Zach Johnson won the Open Championship in a 4-0 playoff against Mark Leishman and Louis Oosthuizen. It's Zach Johnson's second career major and his first Open Championship title. As for Jordan Smith looking to make history with his third major of this year, he missed a birdie putt on 18, and that meant that he would not be able to join the playoff. I'm Eddie Garcia. We are iHeartRadio puts the spotlight on James Taylor. In 1972, Taylor scored another gold album with One Man Dog, followed up in 73 with Walking Man. 
The album Gorilla, 1975, included two more major chart entries, Mexico and How Sweet It Is. his final Warner Brothers recording, In the Pocket, Taylor moved on to Columbia Records and released a string of critically praised and commercially successful albums. JT, his 1977 double platinum Columbia debut, Flag, 1979, That's Why I'm Here in 1985, and another fan favorite, New Moon Shine in 91. Red water and tomato wine Three soda took a time In 1998, James releases Hourglass, garnering Taylor his first Grammy Award for Best Pop Album. And in 2002, he was inducted into both the Rock and Roll and Songwriters Hall of Fame. In May 2010, Taylor released the live CD-DVD of his November 2007 live performance with Carole King at the Troubadour Nightclub in Los Angeles. And 2015's Before This World is another shining example of how James Taylor continues to influence and inspire not just his fans, but fellow artists as well. Keep listening to iHeartRadio for more James Taylor coming up. I knew I was stuck at this kid's house for the night, but those guys snuck up on me to try and pull the hand in a bowl of warm water trick. Well, that was enough for me. I went downstairs to sleep in the basement, even though it was pitch black. I left my sleeping bag upstairs, and that was a mistake, because it was freezing. I think it was probably the longest night of my life. To read more about the sleepover, check out Diary of a Wimpy Kid, The Last Straw, by Jeff Kenny. Explore new worlds and check out more cool books at your local library, and visit read.gov. Brought to you by the Library of Congress and the Ad Council. Go ahead, favorite the show, and enjoy A.D. iHeartRadio presents A.D. <laughs> you know, I was running a scotch late this morning, and I felt bad. I, I felt uh, a little irresponsible. I was like, you know, I, I should make more of an effort, get up earlier, do what I've got to do to get here uh, in a more timely fashion. And uh, I came in full of regret and uh, the need to apologize to my coworker Funkhauser. Then I realized Funkhauser is not going to be here tomorrow. He's taking the entire day off. And, uh, well, uh, when I remembered why he was taking the entire day off, I suddenly didn't feel as guilty anymore. Funkhauser, what, well, what are we Well, uh, we were like, hey, I t- sent you a message. I'm like, hey, can I take uh, Wednesday off? And you're like, sure, why? And I said, uh, girl. <laughs> going, oh, no, at first I, I'm going to Temecula. And you're like, uh-huh. well, what's in Temecula? <laughs> uh, uh, one of my fine feathered friends, I believe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So I felt uh, a little bad for being like five minutes late this morning. Um, then I realized Funkhauser's taking the entire day off so he can go get laid tomorrow. So uh, um, bearing that in mind, uh, yeah, the, the guilt I feel is receding by the, uh, by the minute. <laughs> uh, by the way, Funkhauser pictures, or didn't happen as the kids okay. say. Not actually of the act. I, uh, I never want to see little Funk as long as we work together. But here's the thing. Um, some photo documentation. As long as we work together, what does that mean? Uh, that means, well... Is that how I, mean, I, I send I, you my letter of res- resignation? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, it's how I've sent my letter of resignation a couple times. Hey, this is a bit, piece of interpretive dance involving my junk. You read between the lines and figure out if I want to work here anymore. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I mean, I just figure that, you know, we're going to have a long and happy and fortuitous working relationship. And um, I, I don't ever want to 
I don't ever want to know what's going on south of the equator. You posted that naked gardening photo once, and that was more than enough. That that was. Uh, what that, if I have something the... award winning? Wouldn't you want to at least relish no. in my award winning? No, no. Whether it be Absolutely massive not. or tiny, if you if you are a strong candidate for Logjammer Seven, <laughs> I don't need to feel. I I really just I don't, I don't want to know. Like like the like the Log you know what Jammer Seven. Logjammer Seven, it, like 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 the attitude toward gays in the military that the government used to have. Don't ask, don't tell, don't want to know, don't want to know. You know, I've never ever been able to get around this idea of um, being uh, like in a group situation with a girl. A, because ew, gross diseases, and I'm really scared of that. I've always been very big into monogamy and one person, and you know, being safe and being tested and all of the above. And I hope everyone else is too. But for those that aren't, for those that have indulged in a group situation, if it involves another guy and you're a straight male, it's just like I don't want to. I don't want to see one of those in the room while I'm trying to. You know, it just doesn't seem like a situation that I could. I, I could make work. I think that would be. Dude, what about you guys? Have you ever sort of done that thing that I just eh eh? Uh, no comment. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. I mean, seriously, like we like him and everything, but like if you're getting busy with a girl, would you want to see Concept 714? No, you would not. It, <laughs> it depends on the scenario, I think. <laughs> if I paid admission, that would be a different story, I think. The, I the devil's, the devil's uh, three-way or, or, or else? Ooh. See, okay. Uh, you know, I remember when I made this decision. I remember when I made this decision that, you know, like I had, I didn't have the opportunity to do anything about it, but I, I figured I might be offered the opportunity to do something about it moving forward in the future. And I remember being a kid, being on tour, being on the Warp Tour specifically. And uh, there was a story of two guys who went on to be extremely successful in their related fields of uh, rock music. They were sort of like those punk rock guys that weren't really punk rock. They started on the Warp Tour and then the rest of their career had absolutely nothing to do with that scene. But there was a there was a story of uh, a buddy of mine walking into someone's tour bus and seeing a girl in a finger cuff situation between these two guys with them high fiving over her. And I was like, oh God! Explain that. And, what it? Uh, what a finger. Cup, finger, f- finger cuff, meaning cuff. you know how finger cuff. You, you put like the old on... Chinese trap, finger traps. Yeah, right? That's what you... <laughs> yeah, finger traps, except not fingers, uh, and, and not uh, a Chinese toy. Not are fingers. we? Uh, am I painting a vivid enough of a mental picture here? No, I think I got it. More description. There was this girl, and she was sort of on an all fours. <sighs> are we close to getting a terrestrial radio affiliate? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not anymore. I, I, no. I haven't taught concept around. how to use the dump button yet, so. Yeah, let me let me dance around this. Uh, anyways, there was a uh, there was one girl, two guys. Both of them were being satisfied on opposite ends of the girl at the same time. Does that make things clear for you? She was uh, giving them back. No, a little more. What? If it if it doesn't, <laughs> I need to direct you to some better websites. But anyways, that was happening, and um, I, I I heard about this happening, and I was like, those two guys, those two lead singers of those two bands, ugh, I would never. Ugh, gross. I don't want to see them while I'm trying to you know maintain and all that. No, thank you, no. And I remember making that decision that that idea of uh, being in a group situation with another dude was never ever ever gonna be for me. And if you can go ahead and. Make 
make that work, then more power to you and more power to the girl that gets you two or three or however many of you there are in that particular situation. She is uh, the cat that got the cream in that that particular scenario. But no, not for me. All right, then. Let's do some more news. Okay. Let's start with a mysterious sleeping sickness has swept a small town in Kazakhstan. <laughs> mm. You like that? Kazakhstan. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> sure. Eh. That one no, too. They should pronounce Isn't it. that where uh, Borat's from? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's Kazakhstan. Kazakh. Yeah. Kazakhstan. Kazakhstan. Uh, <laughs> when they when they heard the location of the outbreak, uh, insufferable a-holes in everyone's office immediately launched into a horrendous Borat impersonation. Her vagine hang low like sleeve of wizard. <laughs> <laughs> Go on. <clears throat> Kendra Wilkinson is standing by her cheating husband, Hank Basket, because she believes in forgiveness. Yeah, almost as much as she believes in the network renewing her crappy reality show. So let me ask you this. When last we checked in with Hank Basket and Kendra Wilkinson, he had cheated. Mm-hmm. But didn't he cheat with sort of like a cross-dressing prostitute? Like a... Oh. Uh, 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 I think that was the thing. Someone want to check the facts on that? Because I think that was the story. Cross-dressing was prostitute. I think I saw him yeah. at the Viper Room last night. Wow. <laughs> right. Yeah, cross- but I, you have to be very careful how you phrase this in this new politically age that we've ushered in. You know, you can't, you can't say the things that you would used to say when you described a cross-dressing prostitute. So um, I think that was it. It was, it was either a cross-dressing prostitute or some sort of transgendered situation where... Uh, the person that Hank Basket was cheating with uh, had the um, had features and uh, honkers of a woman while maintaining while maintaining the cash and prizes south of the equator that would identify a person as a male. Interesting. I wonder if they'll deal with that on the show. That- By late 72, an underground recording of Joel's Captain Jack had been released on the East Coast and was garnering positive attention. Executives from Columbia Records sought out the lounge player and gave Joel a second chance to become a rock star. Joel began recording new songs and albums, coming out with Street Life Serenade in 74. Many of the songs, like The Entertainer, related to a growing frustration with the music industry in Hollywood, foreshadowing his exit from Los Angeles in 1976. Joel kept plugging away and found himself with his first commercial breakthrough in 1977 with the album The Stranger. It landed him four songs in the top 25 of the U.S. Billboard charts. Some are satin, some are steel, some are silk and some are leather. They're the faces of the stranger, but we'd love to try them. Keep listening to iHeartRadio for more Billy Joel and all your favorite artists. 
Oh, that's a lot of books. <laughs> Little one at home. Yeah. Yeah, let's see. Childproofing your home, childproofing your yard, childproofing your in-laws home and yard. Of all the things you can read to keep your child safe, the most important is attached to their car seat. Read the instruction manual and use the latch system. It makes it easier to be sure your child's car seat is installed correctly. Learn more at safercar.gov. Anchor, tether, latch. The next generation of child safety. A message from the U.S. Department of Transportation and the Ad Council. So, Delivering fascinating subjects, interesting talk, and boobs and fart jokes. A.D. on iHeartRadio. Ah, Funkhauser sent me a picture of the girl he's taking tomorrow off to go <clears throat> see. Worth it. Well done. You're doing your thing, and we are all proud of you. Is Funkhauser out of the room again? Did he, he leave? Nope. No. He's here. No, no. He's here. Yep. Uh, congratulations, Funkhauser. Thank you. I'm being the maestro, which means I'm not really around a microphone sometimes and pointing at buttons. Quick quick uh, question. Yeah. Um the, this girl that you're taking tomorrow off to go see, the the one that you just sent me a picture of. Uh-huh. Uh, my, thanks. My you... mom's mad at me, by the way. She's like, you're taking off work to see a girl. Yeah. <laughs> I work hard. <laughs> Do you, though? Really? Yeah. <laughs> you work. Yes. yes, Mom, I work hard. <laughs> and have you... I, I'm, I'm guessing that if you're taking off a day of work and you are leaving town... I'm not really taking a whole day off. I'm just not coming in early. Oh, wait, does that mean you're going to see her tonight and anticipating yeah. overnight shenanigans? Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm leaving here and uh, about, you know, 1 or 2 o'clock, and then I'll be back at the same time tomorrow. So it's it's just a staycation. A staycation, right, right. Um, are you anticipating, like, I'm guessing if you are, there, there's one reason why a guy takes time off of work and drives long distances to go see a female, and that is because you haven't closed the deal yet, have you? Um, well, it's the, it's the, it's a, it's a technical situation here. It's a, I can't answer that. Uh, there's no with way clarity. if you had, there, there's no way if you could answer that with clarity that you'd be making this trip. It just wouldn't happen. It's not Well, I did like be, eons ago, you know, like if this isn't, I've known, huh. Right. Years ago though. This yeah. is something that you've recently rekindled. This is the, oh, you know, no, we did that back in the day. It's just, you know, the, yeah, I don't think that's going to be happening in the future. We're just good friends now. Cut to, <laughs> I need 24 hours away so I can go plow ass. <laughs> wow. No. <laughs> That's not entirely <laughs> Isn't accurate. Isn't it though? But Isn't it? <laughs> it's pretty, pretty. You're, it's you're, in the ballpark. You're really there. pressing funk on this one. Man, I'm sweating and I'm. <laughs> blood. My mom is listening. He's taking a day off the show. I think I, I have a right to be clear on the on the situation. Well, is there anything you you would like me to do while I am away? Is there anything any? Uh, Enjoy any... yourself is what I would like you to do. You want you, tips? Uh, I'll give you, you some tips. You, no, no, you you no. deserve to enjoy yourself. <laughs> you know, Funkhauser's had a bumpy couple of weeks, and I want him to have the best time possible that he can possibly have. I support and endorse you going and enjoying yourself, and I hope she's lovely. If, if, if short-term lovely or long-term lovely, I hope she's just. I hope she treats you the way that you deserve to be treated because you are a stand-up guy that deserves good things in your life. Wow, yep, man, that's what I think. Sa save that for my funeral. 
Write all that down. It's your, oh, you wait, your... wait, wait. Hold on. My phone is ringing. <clears throat> the phone. Okay, concept. Hello? So uh, occasionally, yes. while he's on the air down there, uh-huh. there's a phone that rings. Uh, right. Um, and they're always uh, looking for people that aren't him. Yeah. So it, he sometimes has to go oh, right. on while he's on the air. We, we've gone through this once. You remember that? Talk, yeah, but every time it happens, I feel like I have to explain <laughs> it to the audience that this is what's happening. Thanks, bye. Because we can't afford a receptionist. But why or, feel the need to answer the phone at all? Like you know, like because it's ringing. Because it stops it from ringing. Well, you can, you know, you know, you can mute it. You can no, the no, volume. not these. No, not these. Because you might no, miss no. the call. There's a couple. No, of, see, this, there's a couple of is, phones uh, that do that. What happens here is um, I, I kick a board op out of the studio who is maintaining sort of like nine different radio stations at once to do this thing with Funkhauser in the mornings. And uh, when that happens, see? Yeah, I hear um, it. <laughs> <laughs> I kick a board op, but this board op needs to uh, this board op needs to be available at all times for emergency situations. So right. you can't mute that particular phone. Right. It yeah. is annoying. Go on. Oh, news time! Hit that oh, thing. Yeah, news. Yeah. Oh, turn the yeah, thing up. News bed. Turn the thing up. There you go. Yeah. I like it. Uh, I like being in control. Live direction. Wait, which? How do I turn off Funk's uh, microphone permanently? <laughs> it's a dumb dog. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. Yeah, that was me. Uh, <laughs> Adam Adam Sandler strongly denies his new movie insults Native Americans. Yeah. You know, I mean, there's sort of like been a... And I don't even know what it was, but I think some Native Americans walked out of uh, the production of his new movie. Are you talking about the Pixel one? No. No, I think it's one that's in production now. Like, Mm. some Native Americans walked off the set saying that um, it insults them. And it's just like, well... I don't know. I think you probably had the script or knew what you were in for or what have you. So why'd you sign up to do it? I, I don't know. I don't know what the situation was. And I don't want to put words in anyone's mouth because, well, that gets you in trouble. Um, here's the thing, though. I, in my heart of hearts, believe that Adam Sandler doesn't have a bad bone in his body. I think he's a good hearted guy. I know a lot of people that hung around him in the early days of SNL and said he was just like the sweetest, nicest dude and has no malice toward anyone whatsoever. And uh, yeah, no, Adam Sandler is strongly denying that his new movie insults Native Americans. Uh, in fact, just like most of his recent movies, I think it only insults audiences' intelligence. But that's a secret to his happy Madison success. It's true. You know what I watched the other day? That was uh, um, one of his flicks. Have you seen Grandma's Boy? I love it. One of my favorites. It's so funny. I watched it because I'd never seen it all the way through. And a buddy of mine is actually in that movie. So I was like, oh, you know what? Um, I haven't, uh, since becoming friends with you like a few years back, I haven't watched Grandma's Boy. And I've never seen the whole thing all the way through. I watched it on Friday night. Far and away, one of the stupidest things that has ever been committed to celluloid, but hilarious. Mm-hmm. I loved it. Go who, on. Who has done more damage, AD? Happy Madison or Ashley Madison? <laughs> to our society as as a culture. To our society as a whole. As a whole. I don't know. I, I would never say... See, anything that makes you laugh, I think that's a good thing. I think, uh, I, I think Happy Madison adds value. I don't think Happy Madison has ever taken away. I mean, look... <laughs> Adam Sandler's made some turkey movies of late, but, you know, I don't think he's ever hurt anyone. Whereas, uh, you know, uh, I don't know. Has Ashley Madison really? Ashley Madison has made it easier for people to cheat, I would imagine. But I think um, the type of people that would go sign up for that, it's just it's making them easier to be the scumbag that they already are. Wouldn't you say? And I cannot wait for all that to be revealed. You know, like you said, (laughs) there's going to there's going to have to be some significant names, right? Um, there has well, to be one or two like 
like celebrities, basketball or, or players, or something, politicians, or somewhere it's going to be like, wow, Drew, Drew Carey. I don't, I don't know, know, man. There you I, go. I, I, yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm really not sure. I wonder if, like, single guys sign up for it because they're looking to, like, plow married women because yeah. that way the married women won't be I'll get back to you on for, that. like, you know. But I just signed up for Tin Dog yesterday. Oh, did you? You actually signed up for Tin Dog? Yeah. Is that what it sounds like? Are you trying to get your dog laid now? Is that, that the way that it works? No. It's uh, it, it it does sound like that. No, it, it's a dating app for people that love dogs, for dog lovers. Oh, I thought it was for your dog. Like my poor dog, so lonely. No, you match your dog, <laughs> and then you, and then people show up their dog first, and then a little bubble of their face. Oh, it's all dudes. Yeah. I'm out. It's all dudes. <laughs> Uh, Go on, one one or two last pieces of news And then we'll discuss uh, the politically correct vampires Go on Here we go, Taylor Swift says that Lady Gaga helped her find love Uh, Meanwhile, Bill Cosby continues to credit Quaaludes Continue He's endorsed (laughs) Fantasia Barino Oh, I remember her Got married Yeah, (laughs) I'm guessing she did not write her own vows (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. I'm with that one. Uh, okay. okay. I don't know who this is or the other person involved, but Alfonso Ribeiro. Oh, that's a... Uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Stop the oh, music. Oh, wait a minute. Yeah, of course. Carlton. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Thank you. Well, All right. Here's your credibility <laughs> card back. <laughs> yeah. Did, well, oh, I'm sorry. I'm not up to my fresh... Wow. <laughs> Did the Carlton dance turn a celebrity golf tournament over the weekend in Lake Tahoe? Yeah. Though he uh, quickly stopped rocking out after being forced to answer what the hell he was doing at a celebrity golf tournament. <laughs> he was uh, a claim that yeah. is supported by uh, a claim that is supported by Concept Seven One Four's protestations and utterance of the word "who." Um, all right then, politically correct vampires. And thank you, thank you for uh, reading the news like a like a champ. Concept seven one four. We we enjoy every Tuesday when you're here, uh, getting your learn on and uh, and getting ready to take over. The concept seven one four is getting really good at this stuff. I think we're not going to have jobs in the not too distant future unless you put the brakes on. Sabotage is learning process, Von Kauser, because otherwise we are in serious and I mean serious trouble. So you know how we, uh, you know how we uh, have to. Well, Caitlyn Jenner identifies as a woman. Rachel. Dolezal. Rachel Dolezal is uh, uh, someone who identifies as black. She's gone on the record saying that she was born to white parents and she is not African-American, but she does identify as black. We now have to recognize people who identify as vampires. This is according to uh, university researchers. University researchers say the time is ripe for society to start accepting people who identify as vampires. Yeah. We must be more inclusive We must be more diverse in order to end the discriminating against vampires. The study titled, Do We Always Practice What We Preach? Real Vampires Fears of Coming Out of the Coffin to Social Workers and Helping Professionals was conducted by researchers from Idaho State University and College of the Canyons and the Center for Positive Sexuality in Los Angeles. Uh, Lead researcher and director of sociology uh, of the sociology department at Idaho State, this guy called DJ Williams, And this is a direct quote said, most vampires believe they were born that way. They don't choose this. Their research was based on the experiences of 11, note the sarcastic air quotes around this word, real vampires, which, by the way, 
are different from lifestyle vampires. Lifestyle vampires, <laughs> it's a fascinating study, you should read it. Lifestyle vampires, the study explains, are people who just do things like wear fangs and sleep in coffins as a lifestyle choice. And although real vampires might do these things too, they all have one major thing in common that distinguishes them from these lifestyle vampires. I, uh, man, I went down an internet wormhole last night looking at websites for real vampires and helping them cope with life in the real world. It's, it's fascinating stuff. And these people genuinely believe it, too. The essential feature of real vampirism is their belief in the need to take in subtle energy, bleeding from time to time, from a willing donor in order to maintain physical, psychological, and spiritual health. They feel like they need this. Unlike lifestyle vampires, real vampires believe that they do not choose their vampire condition. They're born with it. And they feel that's akin to sexual orientation. Some of these, again, note sarcastic air quotes, real vampires prefer to feed on psychic energy, while others, called sanguinarians, prefer to feed on small amounts of human or animal blood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, if we're going to respect people who identify as vampires and not make them feel excluded from society, we should apparently not be bothered by a person wanting to drink another person's blood because it is generally expected within the community that vampires should act ethically and responsibly in feeding practices. It's not their blood drinking that's the real problem. It's the fact that they have to worry about what other people think of their blood drinking. They have to worry about other people judging them for their blood drinking. Yeah. Waiting for the day a pro athlete can come out of the closet and admit they're a real vampire. Thus be hailed a national hero by the media. Maybe Obama will even give them a call. What if, uh, well, Funkhauser is about to get in his car and drive to Temecula to uh, seal the deal with a girl. What if, uh, what if it turns out she identifies as a vampire, Funkhauser? What then? <laughs> uh, well, we'll find out on Thursday. No show tomorrow, because Funkhauser will be <laughs> getting busy. It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com.